Grant Schofield here and I'm joined by Louise Schofield. How's it going, Louise? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm really good. I haven't eaten for four and a half days and I'm fantastic. How about you? Why is that good? <laughs> I know. The thought of not eating for four or five days is frankly hideous. But the reality is quite different. So I've known you for quite a long time. Have you? <laughs> Since I was 19, in fact. Yeah, right. And uh, I didn't think for most of the time that we've known each other that fasting would have been part of either of our plan, especially extended fasting, and, and probably more especially you than me. Absolutely. I seriously felt that if I didn't have something to eat before 10 o'clock in the morning, I would faint and would really I didn't I just thought that was a given I didn't um yeah never thought that I could go for five days without eating um okay so how, let's just talk me through how you got to this point uh sort of medium term and then just in the last few months um well I think the first thing was when we made a change to lower carb healthy fat eating that was when I understood that in fact I didn't need to eat all the time, that I could spend the night and then not eat breakfast, for example, and I wouldn't faint and nothing bad was going to happen. And so I think that was a real realisation for me. When did you first start fasting? Oh, uh, for, for real, when, when you actually were purposefully doing it? Well, we first started getting into fasting when yourself and Karen and Craig Roger wrote the book, What the Fast, and I was obviously involved in helping and researching that. So we actually set up a fasting club and self-experimented on a whole lot of different fasting protocols. So that was how we first, and that was a good uh, couple of years ago now. Yeah, and, and that was interesting. We did that for quite a while. And then, mm. as happens with all humans, you sort of fall off that wagon. Absolutely, uh, you, you definitely do. <laughs> so most recently? Right, so I think we were doing really well in terms of we set a goal of running a couple of half marathons and of course you, you go back into some old habits once you start exercising quite a lot, or well maybe it's just me, but once I start ex exercising a lot I feel, I think, that I need more food and that it gives me a license to eat anything. And of course that's not the case. So uh, I did the Rotorua Half Marathon, incredibly hilly actually, and uh, found that quite hard. But I, I was pleased with the amount of running training I had been doing, but I wasn't pleased with my weight uh, at the start line. Okay, and so I think probably the all-time low point for that was us on the way to the event was getting a foot-long subway. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, which didn't make us faster or feel any better yeah. uh, or anything. Yeah, so, and, we, yeah. so we decided after that to start a really a three-month eating journey. What's that look like? Sure, and I think, interestingly, we had the foot-long subway on the way to the Rotorua Half Marathon. We then celebrated after running the half marathon with pizza for dinner, a few wines. Chips, don't forget chips, the chips. don't forget the chips. So, I mean, we're really like, oh, how, how have we got here? Um, you know, what are we doing? So I think, yeah, then we decided, look, let's get, let's kickstart. We did Pre-Cure Me, 21-day Reboot Your Health Challenge. So we did that during May. And for the first time, 
And just run me through the rules of that again. So, so pre-cure me, it, it's pretty simple. Uh, you, for 21 days, you eat off an eating guide and you can choose a low-carb, healthy-fat guide. You can choose a vegetarian guide or a Mediterranean diet guide. But essentially, there's a list of green foods. We chose the low-carb. We chose the low-carb one. And, and so that's one part of it. You, you commit to moving, exercising every day, minimum of 30 minutes. You commit to doing 10 minutes of learning. Importantly, uh, it's a point-based system, so you lose a point if you drink alcohol, and you also lose a point if you snack. So really, the 21-day challenge is about food, it's about fitness, and it's about facts, the learning. Food, fitness, facts. So you could get as low as minus 42 points <laughs> sure. if you drank booze and snacked every day and didn't stick to the eating plan, didn't do any exercise, didn't do any learning. Yep. Or you could get a maximum of 105 points if you had just your three meals a day, ate only off the green list, had no booze, exercised every day, and learned something new about a healthy lifestyle every day. How many points did you get in May? 105. You are such a nerd. So I had my best pre-cure me ever, and I got 92 points, and I was delighted, because I have to be honest, it's actually my fourth time doing the challenge and I'd never managed to get over 90 points and if you get over 90 points you get the I've been pre-cured certificate so I was really proud. Okay well I got the certificate as well but the reason I got perfect points is I, I'd tried it a few times as well and what I'd invariably do is go hardcore for a week, do perfectly, fall off for the challenge and just go oh, what the hell. So what I did this time to change things up as I led a team, I convened a team of men my age that I didn't really know, had never met, got them all off social media and we made a team on Facebook called Keto Men and I was the team leader and I felt really because this is what I do for a living and I'm, what I'm really passionate about that I should actually show some role modelling so uh, yeah, I, I got away perfectly. I actually found it reasonably hard for a week and then slipped into it and just felt fantastic. Yeah, it never fails to amaze me with men how a lot of you guys, when you decide to do something, you just do it. And I know I'm, I'm generalising a bit here, but a lot of us females, we, we'll talk around it, we'll come up with excuses, we'll um and ah, but I was, I, yeah, I really enjoyed seeing you and your team. It was, we're doing this, and everyone just got stuck in. And, so and we, were, we, were, we were, of the 12 people, that, of the 1,000 odd that did it, and I think about 12 got 105 points, seven of those came from my team. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. My team was great as well. It's definitely a key for any of you. We're running the challenge again in September. Um, definitely a key for doing it is getting into a team, setting up a closed Facebook group and supporting each other. Yeah, it was really good. In fact, these guys were more hardcore than me at some stages, putting all sorts of challenges <laughs> of planks and push-ups, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, but it was good. So we did that. We, got, we felt better after the 21 days. Now, interestingly... About uh, 10 days in, I remember saying to you, Grant, oh, God, what do I have to do? I was looking to drop a few kilos, and really I couldn't see the weight moving, and yet I felt I was being so good and near perfect. So, Oh, yeah, I was always amazed at that. You go, well, I've been perfect for 10 days. Why haven't I dropped all these kilos? And frankly, I was surprised that anyone thinks that they were going to get in fantastic shape just by doing 10 days. If that was the case, we wouldn't have any lifestyle disease problems in the world. And I think we probably grossly, and this is a typical human thing in all facets of life, grossly overestimate what we can achieve in the short term 
and equally, we grossly underestimate what we can achieve in the medium to long term. Exactly. And look, I know this stuff, but I still, after 10 days, hang on a minute, I've been perfect for 10 days. What's going on? And of course, you quickly discount uh, all of the months of, of not eating so well. So yeah, human nature human nature. So we finished that 21 days and both of us I think the kickstart, the reboot really worked for us. We were pretty motivated so we wanted to continue and, and it is, it's just a kickstart so then you've got to keep going. So then we wanted a more cyclical way of dealing with this rather than being hardcore keto the whole time. I don't think you have to do that. It was a good start to get our fat burning up and going so then we went into really what's our what the fast protocol which is which is on a Sunday, staying um, sensible Sunday, Dr. Karen Zinn calls it, our dietitian, And we started calling it Keto Sunday because we would make sure that Sunday was, was low, very low carb, under 50 grams. And that prepared us, so we still ate breakfast, lunch and dinner, but that pre prepared us for two fasting days on Monday and Tuesday. So what we do is, we don't eat breakfast or lunch or any snacks on Monday. And then we have a super meal on the Monday night, a small nutritious uh, meal. And then again, we fast Tuesday morning, don't have breakfast, don't have lunch and have another super meal on the Tuesday night. Well, you might have been having a small nutritious meal, I was having a large nutritious meal. <laughs> True. To be fair. To be fair, to be fair. <laughs> and then the rest of the week, what happened was we had a plan that we would hold a lower carb uh, eating regime through Wednesday and Thursday, still eating throughout the day. And then Friday, Saturday, we'd loosen it up a bit. And, you know, for example, um, Grant and I love the Coromandel. We, we come down to Tyra all the time, cereal griller on a Friday night. We'd, we'd allow ourselves to go off the plan and have a bit of a treat. Oh, the deluxe. The deluxe burger from the cereal griller, yes. Yeah, ab ab absolutely. Best. Quite, quite, quite nice, but quite, you wouldn't want to eat them every day. Or even every week, and we don't. But but the nice thing is coming in, we like that cycling, coming in and yeah. out. So we did that through through for a month? We did that for a whole month, yes. And then we were psyching ourselves for? The big one. Why did we even do this? So so we're, we're five days into it now. It was a five-day fast. No eating. No food. No food for five days. And you don't want to do this uh, without having planned it. And, and essentially Grant and I did, you know, we knew we were going to do the 21 day challenge. Then we were going to do a month of, of fasting two days a week for the month. And then we were the whole time psyching ourselves for this, this five day challenge. And so how's it been for you? We're, we're, um, we're almost at the end of it. We're at uh, what is it now? We're oh, over a hundred. We're hundred and we're well over a hundred hours in. We're one hundred and fourteen hours into a hundred and twenty hour fast. Yeah, um, which sounds um, epic, really. And it has been quite a journey. But actually, how did it work? Well, the first two days we were busy with the kids over the weekend. We were actually going to start on a Sunday, but we ended up just starting on a Saturday because it just woke up the morning and said, "Okay, we're starting now," which was quite good not to have it hanging over you. It, it was quite good. We yeah. And that last, and we didn't have that sort of burden of that last supper type thing where we had to you know where's the last food and you're not going to eat so we didn't worry about that yeah and away we went I found the first two days so easy it wasn't funny 
I think because we had been mentally preparing for it for a while, I was surprised at how easy we found. In those first two days, um, we actually had the kids around us. We had food around us. Uh, we did a few things, you know, purposely on the Saturday night. We actually went to the movies at six o'clock, usual dinner time. We just got ourselves out of the house, went to a movie, and yeah. Yeah, and then sent the kids on with a credit card to somewhere else <laughs> while we went home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then the uh, older boys have gone off to the US on a lifeguard exchange, our younger son's. Uh, with, oh, with, we palmed him off. Palmed to, off to the other cousins. So, so, so we've been away without a food environment. So that's been quite good. I guess the only thing for me that I found, I found sleeping good. I found how I feel great. I found no hunger in the morning. No problems at lunchtime. No problems in the afternoon. But when I stopped work at four or five o'clock, frankly, I've felt uh, there's quite a gap to fill between that time and when you go to bed. Yeah, there definitely is. There's so. I was thinking. Actually, for me, I think there's about four hours a day of involved around food because, you know, prepping the kids, I make the kids breakfast, their lunches, they're preparing the dinner. I mean, Grant, I sort of do a lot of the food prep, you do a lot of the cleaning up. There's just so much more time when you're not, when you're not eating. Yeah, yeah. and so we've been um, exercising? Yeah, we've been, we've been, we've been walking. Uh, I certainly, I did do a intense exercise on the first day of fasting, but haven't felt at all like doing Doing that um, in the last in the last three or four days, so we've just been going out walking, which has been great. Yeah. Any food fantasies? You've been thinking about food uh, once or twice, and again, you know, when that happens, it's when there's a trigger or cue in the environment, yeah. and we know this about how habits are formed, and it, it, there's always some sort of trigger. So there's a there's a lovely uh, restaurant that sometimes we'll go to down here in Tairua called the Beach Club and we were out walking the other day and, and I walked past and they do this beautiful lamb dish that I really like and I did actually find myself for a minute or two starting to fantasise about that and that was literally because the cue, the trigger of walking past that restaurant. That's, um, that, that's really it. Okay, because uh, yeah. interesting. I've just been thinking a lot recently about mince and cheese <laughs> for some reason. I don't know what that is but it's been mince and cheese. Yeah, well, Vincent, you could have that. You could have that tonight, right? I'm going to. Are you? <laughs> Trust me, I'm going to. I tell you what, mince. I can come up with better than mince and cheese. But, can you? But knock yourself out. Knock yourself oh, out. All right. So yeah, it's been an interesting journey. So I think what I've got here, you've got your um, Dr. Louise Schofield's seven rules of successful fasting. I'm just going to ask you about these one at a time, cool. and you can tell me what you think about this. Uh, number one, know why you are doing it. Look, this is the first role in being successful in any behaviour change. Actually, why are you fasting? For goodness sake, why the heck would you want to not eat for five days? That's a good question. The reason I want to do it is just some self-experimentation, some resets. I definitely, for me, and I think people are surprised about this, this is what I write about and research all the time as the science and practice of this stuff, is that even I f fall off the wagon all the time in the pathological food environment I'm in. So I want a method to help me reset. I also want a method for me. Another reason to do it is just a bit of discovery because it's always, I, I need to know the biology. So that's my reason. So what's your reason? 
Uh, look, my reason is I do believe, from what I've read from listening to you, Grant, I do believe that there is something in fasting around cancer prevention. I'm like anyone else. I don't want to get cancer. Uh, I think the autophagy that comes with fasting, there's something in it. I know the science is not... Uh, uh, you know, it's it's not. What's the word you'd use? It's not. It's not settled. It's not settled. That's the word. It's not settled. I get that, but I would not be at all surprised if within five years, you know, doing a, a, an extended fast once a year is a key preventative measure. Yeah, I, and I, I'm pretty much convinced on the basis of the basic biology that's almost certain to be the case. It's going to be hard to ever prove that in an experiment or or in in prospective studies through the epidemiology and so forth. So I'm not so convinced it's going to become clear ever, but I'm certainly convinced on the basis of basic biology. It's interesting, I never wake up in the morning and go, thank God I haven't got cancer, but I do wake up in the morning and go, thank God I've got a good life and I want to make the most of it. Exactly, exactly. So look, the most important thing is, is knowing why you're doing this. What are your goals? What's your call to action? Because it is, you know, certainly an extended fast. It's not easy. It's actually nowhere near as hard as you think, though. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. Mm. Uh, rule two, make it as easy as possible. Again, this is a rule that is just anything to do with behaviour change. Make it as easy as you can. So for us, that meant doing this when our children were away, particularly for most of the time, because if you're having to do a lot of food prep, you know, the smells and again, the trigger, the environmental cues is quite challenging. So do whatever you can to make it easy. Another way to make it easy is to do it at a time when you're really busy. Uh, I certainly know that I get more focused. I work really well. I've written all the what the fat book series with some sort of fasting involved, just way more productive. Yes, so make, so make it as easy as possible, However, that whatever that actually means for you. Yeah, I'm just glad our kids are away. First, yeah. first of all, it's costing a hell of a lot less. Oh, we're saving so much money. That's another reason. Know your why. I tell you what, the food budget in the last five days, sensational. Well, it's nothing, is it? It's been zero. Um, okay, rule three, make it as fun as possible. I, now, this one sounds a bit strange, but... Can fasting and not eating for five days be fun? Look, um, you know, it can be. Let's, what can you do to reward yourself and, and make it fun? So for me, it's things like I've had lots of long hot baths. I've had heaps of herbal teas of every flavor that I enjoy. Um, you and I have done lots of walking and talking. Yeah. I've read, I've done quite a bit of reading. You have more time. So I've brought the latest Harlan Corbin book uh, and, and read that, enjoying it. We've got back into Netflix. We're back into the last season of Outlander. Uh, just because we've had more time and so we, we're, we're having as much fun as we can. Yeah, that's more or less true mm. in the context. Rule four, involve other people. Yeah, or again, as Dr. Karen Zim would say, sort your support. I think this would be incredibly challenging if you were doing it on your own. If if in your one half of a couple and one of you's doing it and one of you is not. It'll be impossible, uh, wouldn't it? Well, I don't know if it's impossible. Some people seem to have the amazing um, willpower, but I don't actually think it's it's so much willpower. It's 
um, sorting your environment. So I would strongly suggest uh, if you are in a couple, do it together. If you're not, find a couple of friends or mates so that you can support each other. So, but there's some, some people, like we wouldn't, there's some people we would definitely not tell we were doing this because they'd be the opposite of support. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, so I that's mean, I haven't, yeah, I haven't told you. Because some people everyone. just go, because I, I go on fasting, it's like, are you crazy? Uh, well, not as far as I know, you know, so the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we avoid that as well. Okay, uh, rule five, make it a habit. Yeah, I think the point here is what we've found in the last five days to work for us, Grant, is that we got into our fasting routine as quickly as possible. So we actually did get into a routine uh, in, in terms of, for a start, going to bed at the same time getting up. But we were in a routine of at lunch, where it's our normal lunch time, we would go walking. Yeah. Uh, we we're in a routine of when we were finishing work, uh, four o'clock for you, come back as a professor, five, uh, five o'clock for oh, me. Shit. come on. Okay. We, we, woke, we woke up, we're working by seven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'd have a hot bath. Uh, we, watch, we were watching our Netflix. So we actually were quickly got ourselves into our five-day not-eating routine. And that's really helped us, particularly in the last couple of days. And I think that habit rules true for the last couple of months, Jenny, as well. Like if you're just doing low-carb or you're doing uh, what the fast type intermittent fasting protocol, then all of the things, there's some habits involved, right? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Be positive. Look, I think you've just got to go out of your way to accentuate the positive talk positively to each other, help each other, and just be really positive about, it's not a deprivation. I mean, of course, on one hand it is, you're not eating, but it doesn't, you don't, you know, you just keep, why are you doing this? All the positive things. Yeah, and um, I, I like to think about humans as being live animals that haven't always been exposed to food, so it's just a normal part of being a human is to not have food, um, sometimes for extended periods, and, and you know what you do just fine surprisingly well absolutely I'm, I'm astonished at how right now how sharp i feel how good i feel after simply not eating anything uh for yeah 104 how many hours Grant? 115 114, now yeah you're so positive uh number seven track and measure your progress yeah look this is an, this is a great one again this is uh, this is a rule for all behavior change and it, it with fasting actually I had been keeping a mental track of the nut just for a start the number of hours yeah. and that's it, how it's motivating yeah. um, progress is um, you know is useful blood and ketones blood ketones you know it was great I've, I've um, I thought I was beating you when my ketones were higher because we were doing our ketones and I kept getting a bit higher than Grant and then he, he shoots me down and goes oh well that's just because you're you don't use your ketones as well as I do. oh no no that was a bit of speculation <laughs> oh okay I oh, know I was just speculating as to why my ketones are never as high as yours because I was uh, perhaps a more efficient burner of ketones yeah. than you. What was our what was our last uh, score? Well, you're not trying to get higher. High is obviously oh. better, but you were oh. five point five millimoles, which I've never seen in um, any normal healthy human before, and I was only, I was three point four, which is still astonishingly high. Yeah. So ketones, and there's been actually a lot of interest on um, those. We use the optimum freestyle meter, uh, they're pretty cheap, and just the ketone strips. So if you're wondering what, what we use, or not that we are paid by them or anything, but it's just actually. Um, there's been so much, so many questions about what we were doing there. Um, and the last one is this tape measure in the cupboard. Absolutely. Now look, I know that you don't do this 
all around weight loss. The five, it's not, it's not necessarily um, for weight loss, but I am a nearly 50 year old female. I'd be lying if I didn't care about my weight. And for, you know, I had a tape measure. I put it around myself before the five day fast. I just did it this morning and it's fantastic. Uh, I can see that the centimeters gone. Now look- Better I, than it's been in years. Better than it's been in years. I know that's at least half of my weight loss will be to do with fluid and that will come back on. So I, I understand that. But I also genuinely believe that some of this will be gone for good. Okay, well that's good. Seven rules. I wonder what will happen next. Like we'll start eating again and we'll probably try and stay reasonably, well we will be on a, a, on a whole food diet for sure, but the composition of that may vary and probably we'll drift off traffic. What do you see negative in that? No, and look, I think, you know, the three meal rule, that's there's 21 meals in the week make 18 of them whole food for us, low carb, healthy fat, and three of them we will have our cereal, grilla burger or whatever we'll treat. But I think the key for, for, for me more than you, Grant, you're pretty good, is that, you know, I just don't, the treats for me can, can start to become four or five or, or Right, and, or six. And, and you need to treat every day. And so. yeah, well, like, you know, I, you go back to the old, I deserve it. So oh, yeah. it's just, um, you deserve it. yeah, keeping, <laughs> keeping that, keeping that going. And then of course, the great thing is there's another 21 day pre-cure me always coming up. We run them about once every three or four months so oh yeah so we'll probably do the september one yeah so that's probably a good aim up isn't it again probably do that reasonably strictly and then they'll bring us into summer and um, away we go again right that's the fasting journey thanks louise yay we're nearly there 115 hours